everyone, and welcome to That Lux Life Podcast. I'm your host, Aisha A.K. Lesh of the petite fashion and luxury lifestyle blog, Living Lesh, where I aim to redefine what luxury means and lead you into living your best life. Each week, I'll be bringing you those tips, secrets, and bits of inspiration that will take you into living your luxurious life without the four-figure price tag. So get ready to live your life in luxury, because guess what? You deserve it. Hey everyone, this is Aisha, aka Lash, and I'm back with another episode of the That Lux Life podcast. Today I'm actually here to share with you an experience that I have when it came to Instagram. So we're not going to be specifically talking about business um, in relation to giving tips, I'm not really be talking about motherhood, fashion, travel tips. I'm actually going to be sharing with you an experience that I had with Instagram because as I've been talking to other people, I've been hearing these instances of where They've been having issues with Instagram or something happened to them on social media and they didn't get a lot of help. And that actually happened to me. Um, And I want to take you all through what happened, what I did, how it essentially got resolved. Um, And if you are in the situation or if it happens to you, I'm probably giving you a little bit of insight of what you could possibly do and also just giving you what things I learned of what you couldn't do. So First, I want to start off by explaining to you what, where I am, who I am, and, and what happened. So I am an influencer, a creator, a blogger, and I have an Instagram profile. Um, I'm also part of a travel group that houses other women who are connected to me. And then also as an influencer, I work with brands. So I have a lot of... Um, tags that are connected to me or people that I tag. You know, there are associates. Um, that's how the business of influencing um, runs. So as I'm posting, I'm tagging other people. They're tagging me. There's just this affiliation that comes with being an influencer. And of course, as being an influencer and a creator, when you're on Instagram, you have a public profile, meaning that anyone could essentially um, see your content. They can comment onto your content unless you have certain filters. They can like your content if they see it and it's just pushed out. Um, the same thing off of Instagram where it comes to Facebook or other social media channels. I, you know, influencers have public personas. So this happened around the end of, I would say the end of the, this summer. Um, I came back from a trip. Um, I had gone to Chicago and I'd, I'd come back from working with a, a tourism board in Chicago. Um, so meaning I had posts that were going up that were t- um, tagging the Chicago tourism board. It was tagging the women I went on the trip with, um, tagging the housing um, Instagram profile of the, the group that I'm part of. So there's a lot of tagging going on, a lot of affiliates. Um, one day I woke up um, and one of the ladies was saying, you know, we're getting these weird comments and these just, just this mass amount of likes on our social media profile, what's going on. And of course they were, they were tagging me, um, saying Aisha, go look at this because it's about you. Um, so I went and I checked on the, the group profile and lo and behold, there were these posts, um, that had comments on them saying, and excuse my vulgarity on this. If, if you, if you don't like the language, it's, I'm just repeating it. Um, it said, you know, tag my actual housing brand. So it said at living left show tits, living lush does anal. Um, it was also saying living lush has fake followers. Living lush is a fraud. 
Uh, she's not even a real person. Um, living lesh, um, you know, licks, whatever. So there was a lot of vulgar sexual comments as well as a lot of comments saying that, you know, I was fake. I had fake likes. I had fake comments. The people that I'm associated with aren't even real. Um, don't follow me. Brands don't work with me. So of course it was off-putting. Um, but of course the worst thing is that not only was it not on my, it was happening on my profile as well. It was happening on any profile I had tagged. So it was happening on this profile, this group of women that I work with, as well as, as I just said, I was working with the tourism board. It actually started having those same comments, again, tagging my name in the comments, my Instagram handle in the comments, in those comments on those other posts. So it was kind of like it stemmed from my profile and it was just seeding out to all these other Instagram profiles. And it wasn't as if like, if you went onto the tourism boards, it was saying at that tourism board does this. It was literally saying at living lesh everywhere. So it was putting my name out there saying all of the vulgar and defamatory things. Um, so of course, like anybody, I went into a panic. Um, my followers are seeing this brands that I'm, I'm, trying to work with or I am working with are, are seeing this, if not being targeted. I had a couple brands who are having these comments along with the tourism board. Um, it went through and because it was also coming at or being posted on the group um, Instagram page of the women that I work with, it also seeded to their pages. So it was just spreading like wildfire. It was just like this ripple effect that was so negative and off-putting. Um, and there was nothing at that point we could do besides just massively delete them. But they were coming in so fast. It wasn't like it was someone sitting there typing this over and over again. It was like hundreds upon hundreds of, of comments on all of these posts. So on the first day it happened to me, um, it was on five, five of my most recent and recent Instagram posts. And then it was on five of the most recent Instagram posts of the tourism boards. And then if I had tagged brands in the five most recent Instagram posts, it was doing their five of the more, most recent Instagram posts, putting comments there. And if they had tagged anybody, it was going to them. So it was just, I would say was on probably over 50 to 100 posts of these, these negative comments, specifically with my, my brand and my, my name in it. Um, so the only thing we were doing is, of course, I started with our group board. I was deleting them. I deleted mine. Um, but it wasn't like it just happened one morning and then went away. It was like it happened that one morning and the next day the same thing happened. So it happened continuously for a couple of days to the point where um, I had to make calls to brands specifically saying, you know, apologizing. I had to um, reach out to my brand manager to say, we have brand campaigns that were coming up. We need to reach out to these brands and put them on hold because this is happening and we don't want to negative affect those um, because it's my reputation at hand. Um, the ladies I work with had to put some things on hold because it was happening. Um, so it was like this effect that was not only affecting our Instagram channels, it was affecting our business. Like we had to stop doing business and it was like for the next three days at that point, um, it just kept happening over and over again. It finally stopped on the third day because I put my profile in private. Which, of course, as a, a influencer is not something that you can really do. Um, one, because if there were any um, recent brand campaigns that were up and running, those brand campaigns or those brands are not getting the exposure and 
I'm not going to be able to provide them with the analytics because when you put your your um, info or Instagram profile in private, it gets rid of your creator status, which then takes away your analytics and those analytics don't come back. It just erases. They don't come back and say, okay, here's where everything is. Um, so I had brands reaching out saying, why are you going private now? You know, we're in a contract. So I had to go up and basically say, this is what's happening. Here's some examples. So I, of course I took screenshots, um, and I'd be happy to post a second image for you again. So I was now doing double the work for the same rate because I had to make it up to these brands because I had to put my, my profile in private. But that was the only way to stop this mass spread of, these comments going to places and these comments going to um, anyone I was affiliated with. Um, but that wasn't even anything that could stop it. So though this had stopped it for that week, the next week, because this system or whatever, whoever was doing it, whatever was happening, had infiltrated the other accounts, such as the accounts of the women I was working with, it now had their accounts targeted as well. So even though mine was on private, the next week they started getting the comments again. Still with my handle in it, it wasn't as if it changed and now it was putting their handles in it. It was specifically saying my handle over and over again with the same words. So of course the next step that we took was, okay, let's go in here and look at the words that they're using. So anything that had, you know, living Lesh in it, Lesh, Aisha, um, cause you, know, you can go into Instagram, you can go into security and privacy and you could actually filter out words that were coming through. So even though we were kind of going through all those comments and not only were we deleting them, we were blocking them and clicking block this account and any, any account that was, you know, was made from the same, same system. It's the, whatever what they were coming from just kept generating new, new ones. So we had to go in, we had to filter out any comment, um, language. We had to, um, filter out, um, also people's locations. So we had to go in and see, cause we were also getting a lot of mass random follows we had to delete. So of course, as an influencer, you don't want your demographics messed up because those demographics are going to go into your Instagram profile and any influencer networks you're a part of are going to see that your demographics are not us based. They're, they're based elsewhere. And they're like, you know, we only want us people. So why, like what's going on with your account? So we had to also keep mass deleting these followers, um, which also allowed us to see as those, um, you know, our, our top cities change as to where those accounts were being generated from. So we were able to go into the privacy and those settings and basically block um, comments that are comments and accounts that came from a certain, um, a certain location and also put on an age restriction. So any, um, bot systems or bot accounts that come through, if you put up a, a, um, uh, an age limit, it actually blocks those account because there's no ages associated with them. So they have to have an age listed to get in there. So the, the horrible thing is that some of the accounts, however they were being generated, were all, were being generated with, with, um, you know, us locations and with ages over 18 or whatever. So it was kind of like, we were trying to find every which way to get around these mass followers, this mass attack of, um, comments, but every situation or everything that we did that was within our power on our Instagram profiles in our settings, wasn't stopping all of them. And it was still spreading. So again, as even though I was private, which again, is hurting my business at this point, 
The other women hadn't gone private yet, so they were still getting these continuous attacks to their account. So by the third week of this happening, um, and it would happen like two to three days every week, um, I finally decided to start doing some research and you know, look out for a lawyer because my first, my first step I will say is that I went, I did reporting a problem. I reported all the accounts on Instagram, but nothing was happening. Anything that you can do on Instagram that, um, you could do from the Instagram app or do online to report something we had done. We had filed claims, sent screenshots, you know, did the shaking thing, reported problems, um, kept reporting all the accounts, kept trying to, to file everything, block everything. Everything that we could do, we did. So, of course, my next step was to take legal action. Because at this, at this point, it was an act of defamation, and it was hurting my business, which is something that is illegal. The problem is, is that if it's not rooted in the U.S., it's very hard to, to, to pursue. Um, and there, there has to be a lot that's done. So... As I began doing my research, um, I found there are people out there who work in cybercrime, specifically on social media crimes, um, similar to this. But if depending on where you are located, um, the you have to go through a lawyer who may hire a a, a cyber investigator or a social media investigator, um, and you have to find a lawyer in your location or in your state or in your area. Um, cause most of the time they will only serve you if you are in that area. There are some that serve nationally, but of course, you know, if you, if they need to come to you, they need to talk to you, they have to work with you directly. Um, some of even the top ones that I found online, um, you know, they had certain qualifications of what was being met. And then in order to even engage a, a social media investigator, you know, you had to go through certain processes. So I will say that I spent probably every day for a week contacting a variety of different lawyers that specialize this and also researching uh, researching social media investigators. Um, I will say I probably made 20 calls per day for a week. Um, and I was calling various people in various states um, only to find out that there's no way to track systems. It has to be a person behind it. Um, and even if there's a person who went in and paid a system to send these bots to your account, which is a thing. As many people know, if you go online, there are bot systems for social media everywhere. Um, it, it's a business people have found out, and they're, they're usually in, in different countries. But anyone can basically go online, find a bot system, and send likes or comments or anything to a social media profile without owning that social media profile. Because it's not like you're asking them to link it. They're asking them to put in a link or put in the handle. So all you need is the person's handle and some money. So if, if whoever was behind this attack at the time, um, there was no way for me to find them um, without doing some kind of investigation that would lead down, you know, the, the system providing the IP address or the credit card of the person who paid for it. So it was a lot deeper than then it was, it was easier to, it was as easy as it to do is it was just got too deep. Um, so I kept talking to people, but of course my next aspect was to reach out again to Instagram. Um, originally at, at some point earlier before this incident happened, I had a contact directly at Instagram, um, who, if I had issues, it would get solved very quickly. So when my music stopped working on reels, I was able to get it fi uh, fixed. When 
I couldn't get buttons on stories. I was able to get it fixed. So of course, now that I'm in this situation, I had reached out to that email, that contact where I had only to find out that this person had left, um, which turned me off a little bit because in most places, like even with brands, when they leave a company, there's an email that sent saying, you know, it was great working with you. I'm moving on from this company. Um, I hope we can stay in touch. If you'd like to reach me, here's my personal email or here's my my future email, um, my, my next business. But there was nothing, there was no Passover. And a great thing for Instagram to have done is that person sending, oh, you know, it was great working with you. Um, you know, we still want to support you at Instagram as a creator, as we have been supporting you because it wasn't like the person I knew at Instagram had, um, I had reached out to them, originally introduced myself. This person on Instagram had found me. They had found me through the work I was doing on Instagram, through um, some press releases, reached out and said, oh, we see you're a creator on this platform. We would love to connect, see what your needs are, you know, be your source and also share with you any upcoming launches and you'll work directly with you. I had gotten a call with this person, talked to him one-on-one. -on -one. Um, so he had connected with me. So it would have been nice to have this reach out saying, you know, it was great working with you. If you have any further concerns or issues, or if there is, you know, you need to reach out to Instagram, here's the person that's taking my place or another person on my team that you can work with. Usually that's what people do with companies. If there is someone that's leaving that account or that person is passing to somebody else, but Instagram didn't do that. So of course, now that I'm in this situation, I reached out to this email, this person's gone, and now I have no one on Instagram that could help me. The only thing I have is those general support emails that don't even work anymore. The If you look online, it says there's a phone number. When you call the phone number, it says you can leave a message, not saying anyone's gonna call you back, because no one ever did. There is just nothing on there that they provide that allows you that support. After I did some digging, so while I'm still digging and calling up lawyers and social media investigators, I was still digging on the Instagram side. And after looking through LinkedIn and going down these, these rabbit holes of email addresses and testing different situations out, I finally landed on um, an Instagram contact that I was able to email. I emailed the situation, said even said I was getting you know, a lawyer involved. I was trying to do all this. I was sending screenshots. I was saying what law was breaking. I was putting all sorts of claims. And the response I got back was, oh, we forwarded your request to the support team. Then the support email address, which if you ever gotten a support email from Instagram, it's this like long numerical alphanumeric combination of things that even if you ever email it back, it goes to a general inbox. So the person came back and saying, oh, what we did is we went through and all the accounts that you had, um, you had screenshotted, we removed. They're already removed because you already reported them. Yes, I already reported them, which is why they're removed, but they're still coming. So it's not like I could keep sending these screenshots day after day. So we got to a point where, again, there was, there was no help being offered from Instagram. Um, I kept emailing them back and forth. I was getting very frustrated, but I was still keeping a professional saying, I just need help. I need you all to support me. Um, I'm being essentially harassed because they're telling me now to do things. There were a certain point where we're saying like, come meet me and do anal. Um, we know like it was basically saying how dirty I was and all these sexually explicit things. It was a level of harassment. Um, and now at this point, after weeks have gone by with my account being, on private, which again now I'm um, is affecting my business, they now started targeting my Facebook page. 
So of course, as an influencer, I also have a Facebook page. So somewhere along the lines, they found this Facebook page. So with the girls who were supporting me in this, this thing that was happening to them, we kind of just came to the conclusion that there was somebody particularly behind this that was pushing these, pushing something into these systems to target me for some reason. Um, so of course I'm going back through my mind of, did I do anything to someone? Did I say something? So I'm like, I, I don't really respond to any, like if I get a negative DM, I don't respond to them. I just kind of delete it or I block the people. Um, there was nothing that I had really done or said anything to anybody that um, I could remember. Um, the only thing that had happened is that in forming this, this travel group I'm a part of, um, there were people who I had to reject because they didn't meet the qualifications or they just weren't a fit. Um, so we kind of began thinking of, you know, there's these people who we interviewed, these people who that we had applications for that didn't get accepted. Is it now that because I'm the the found the original founding member, are they targeting me to get rid of me to shut the whole situation whole thing down because they're jealous? So I mean, even with us sitting there thinking of who could have done this, there's nothing we could do without Instagram, Facebook, or now their Meta, whatever their help or you know the help of a lawyer or a, a social media investigator. So because Instagram, again, was not helping whatsoever, even after finding a direct content and getting in contact with actual people at Instagram, there was nothing they were doing besides saying, well, keep reporting the people and we'll just keep deleting them. But they're still affecting my account. Like at the end of the day, it's still spreading. Got in contact with the uh, a lawyer and, and a social media investigator. Um, and it came to, again, the situation of they have to find out who's behind it in certain ways. So the way that they go about it, and again, it's not guaranteed, is they'll go in and they'll start communicating with these accounts and see if anyone answers. And if anyone answers, they'll start a rapport with them to eventually get them to trust them enough to click a link, which then provides them their IP address where they can, they can hunt these people down. Now, if it's a bot system that's doing it, there's no person at the other end that's going to respond. So... They said, you know, they've had situation where it is bots. Um, and this was literally one company out of the probably 60, 70 that I had talked to. Most of the ones that I had talked to basically said, there's nothing you can do. There's nothing you can do. You have to contact Instagram. There's nothing you can do. You can file something, but there's nothing that you can do. So the only one that I had found had basically said, this is the only thing we can do. It's not guaranteed. And it's not, it's, it, it may not work. It's just a shot in the dark. Um, but again, with these, they said with these bots, there are eventually some of the accounts end up being accounts that someone's behind, um, that does end up answering. Um, but of course at that point they were like, in order for us to even start that, you have to give us $2,500. So now of course I'm sitting there thinking like, okay, if I pay you $2,500, am I going to get it back if this doesn't work? Of course not, because now at this point it's a deposit. And then if they, the deposit only amounts to a certain amount of hours of their efforts. So say, for example, the $200 was for 10 hours of effort. Once they use up the 10 hours, they either stop or I have to keep paying them for the extra hours. So this should just keep going on and on. And in my mind also just like, okay, well, how do I actually know what they're doing? Because I'm like, do you provide evidence of what's happening? Do I get screenshots? They say the only thing they do is eventually when they get someone clicks on it, they'll tell us. They'll just keep reporting status updates. So I kind of didn't feel like it was a trustworthy situation because I can't see exactly what's happening and they could be burning my hours just by sitting there twiddling their thumbs. 
And it wasn't like that was just chump change. I mean, if I, at this point, kept thinking, you know, I'm done being an influencer, my business, I'm going to have to start all over again. I'm just going to cancel. Like, it was, I got in too many years. I've, I've been in this business, my influencers now for over six years. When this incident happened, it was five years. There was something in me which was saying, after this five years of work, I don't know if I have the stamina to get back to where I am because I, it, it's just hard. I had to lose a lot of things. I had to cut out a lot of things. Um, so I was at the point where I was about to just give up. I was about to just quit being a social media influencer. I was going to try to just maintain my blog, which, as many people know, as an influencer, you have to be on social media. Blogs, yes, are valuable to have. And I, I put that to the, I'll say that to the end of the time of me working as an influencer, but just knowing brands, that's what they're looking for. So if I get on Instagram, that was basically my business at this point. Um, so I kind of just sat on it for a few days and it, I was still, I was still on, still on private and it was just hurting me more and more to the point where I was getting legitimately depressed. Meanwhile, these comments are still happening. I had called a number of my family and friends just crying because I saw my, my hard work, my dreams, my business dying and the platform that I've been doing so much work was offering no help whatsoever. And this, it was just bad. And I, I couldn't figure out who was doing it. I didn't know why they were doing it. Um, but there is, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Cause obviously I'm still here. Um, one of the, the women who I work with went and found a contact that basically was able to go into, I will say the dark net. I'm just going to keep it very simple and very bland. Go into the dark net and for a small fee, they could basically find the systems that were doing this and take our names out of these systems. Cause that's what it was. It was someone had put in our Instagram handles, mine specifically, they put in my Instagram um, handle specifically to generate the comments. Um, but then they put in the other handles that were associated with mine as ones to target, meaning that they were posting these comments to those accounts and then it was spreading. And what we found out was that the girls who had continued working with their brands, the brands they were working with were about to be targeted next with those Instagram, with those Instagram comments or those comments with my Instagram handle in them. So it's just going to be basically further defame and put bad light on who I am as an influencer. So we were able to, for a very small fee, um, compared to the $2,500 that this people were asking with no guarantee, they basically said, we're just going to get, we found the source, pay me and I'll get rid of this. Um, you know, go away. They did, this person did, did, didn't say that there was a person behind it. It was just saying that every once in a while, these people who have these, these systems were like, and if you're an influencer or you're a blogger or a creator, you, you do get them. You probably know of these, of these people who reach out to your DMs and say, we want to send you these free likes or, you know, engage with us and we'll, we'll give you free comments and free engagement. Um, they reach out to those. So basically they said that these people and who run these systems who are off of these services, when they get upset with you, um, they'll put your name in, in this system to basically target you. And that's essentially what happened. Um, I get a number of those DMS. I'll say I get like three to five daily asking me and I just keep deleting them. Um, I may respond to some and say, no, thank you. Um, but they say, even if it's these people who don't reach out to you, or if you're associated with someone who does use those systems, 
um, your name somehow just gets caught up in this this dark web matrix. So, and I mean, it was also said that somebody could have been behind it. Like at the end of the day, somebody was behind it. Even if it was this these kind of services people, someone's behind it and put our names into that that dark dark web system. Um, so the great thing is this person was able to to get rid of it. It stopped. Um, I'm back running my business today. Um, but the long lasting impression is if there are too many comments that come in at once. So like with reels, you might get like, if your, your reel goes viral, you get a lot of, a lot of engagement. Um, and I actually had one reel that did really well. Um, and I got all this engagement and I immediately woke up thinking, Oh my gosh, I'm being attacked again. I actually had to turn off my Instagram notifications because if there were ones coming in, I constantly thought I was being attacked again. Um, now the ladies I work with, anytime that they message me at like weird times or early in the morning, I immediately panic. I have this basically PTSD from this experience because I constantly think that I'm going to be targeted again. This is going to happen to me again. And I have to keep paying this person or find this person again or... I'm going to go through this same loop of losing money, hurting my business, hurting my reputation, you know, just being attacked. Those, those visuals of those comments and that, that craziness doesn't immediately go away. And it, it made me lose a lot of, of faith in social media. It made me lose a lot of faith in, in Instagram. I mean, I'm still on it. It's part of my business, but it's kind of like, you know, you look at all of these platforms who said they're supposed to be supporting you. They support creators. But are they really? Um, and I'm not going to sit there and just say, you know, get off Instagram. Instagram's crap. Um, I'm hoping that Instagram grows to the point where they're, when their creators are suffering, even if they're not a creator, if there is someone on social media who's being targeted, harassed, defamed, something's happening to this person that they're able to offer resources that help and not these forms that are filled out and nothing ever happens that, you know, there's an ability to reach a person that can help them solve this issue that can make it stop or being developing software that stop these bots from able to even come into the system to, so that they can't talk to people like that. They can't say that flagging words that shouldn't be said. I mean, I've had a number of influencers who I know who've had posts removed because they posted something that Instagram flagged as inappropriate when it was just them in a bathing suit or they posted about a cocktail they were drinking um, while on a vacation and it, it was flagged as inappropriate. If Instagram system is able to flag that and tell creators that they have a warning or they have a, a record against them because of this, then they're able to develop these systems that can stop people from being harassed and attacked and put under. Um, and I hope, I hope that, that that is developed because I hope that no one else, creator or anyone else likewise, goes through a situation like I did. I know it's still happening to people. I'm hoping it's stopping. I'm hoping these things just don't keep happening. Um, but if you're someone who does get upset about somebody on Instagram, attacking them and hurting them is also not the solution. Um, we need to be nice to people. We need to support people. We need to, to support the influencers, support people we follow, support our friends and family. Um, and there, there's really nothing that I can say that I said, you know, there's, you know, I'm still here, obviously. So 
good came out of it. But if you're going through a situation like this or this happens to you, you're a creator or an influencer or even if you're just someone on social media, don't specifically just give up in the first day. See if you can find things. Do your research. Um, you know, I, I was fortunate enough to be a part of this group of women who I, I still am part of today who stuck with me through this, who supported me, who heard my cries every day, who talked me off the ledge every single day, did their own research. And then one of the wonderful women went and found went, like went and found a solution to the problem though. Yes, this was affecting them as well. They could have just written me off. Um, but the fact that they stuck with me, they helped me find the solution. They, at the end of the day, the, the, the woman who found this saved my business and I owe my business to her. Um, cause I'm at the point where if she ever needs anything, anything I would, I would probably do it for her. Um, but it, it sucks. It sucks that we are in this situation on social media where we can't get a lot of help. And I hope social media platforms grow to start helping people. I mean, everyone has mental, mental struggles they go through. Um, and getting on social media and seeing those things and having to deal with those things leaves a lasting impression. And it, it hurts. I will not say that it, it still doesn't hurt. If you've been through it, you probably understand. And if you're hurting, I'm right there with you. Um, but don't, don't be afraid to keep talking to people. Stick to you. Keep doing you. And overall, just keep being nice to people. When you're on social media, be nice. Spread positivity because there's people out there who are not.